Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome back to the May J. Rod Show. I'm your host of Properties for You. And today we will be discussing, are you equally yoked? Now, let me first start off by thanking all of my exclusive subscribers. You pay your $3 monthly and I truly appreciate you. May God bless you and you are in my prayers. So, I'm going to talk about being equally yoked and unequally yoked as well. The Bible even speaks about that. Be ye, you know, be not unequally yoked. Now, I was thinking about this because on my Facebook page, I post a lot of relationship, you know, um, memes and statements. And I realized that these are the most popular ones. I mean, everybody loves the Lord, but when I post these, they really interact and they really, really love them. And so I was talking to the Lord and I heard him tell me that you could take a break from, you know, uh, what is to come and just deal with them, you know, on this level for a little while. So that's what I'm going to do for the next probably two or three um, episodes. But when you think about you know, be ye not unequally yoked. Immediately, everybody thinks about, you know, whether or not the person is a believer, whether or not the person is like Muslim, and then you are a Christian. Yes, that is one aspect. That is true. But I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. And what I'm going to say, some people may like and some people may not like. And I am not here to appease and tickle any ears. I'm here to speak the truth and what's given to me by the Holy Spirit. So this is how I flow. Let me say this. Everybody is on different levels as far as the way we think, you know, the way we were, you know, brought up, upbringing, education, all of that. But we are still human beings. So let me just say that. With that being said, it is true. If you marry somebody who is a Muslim and you are a Christian, it is going to bring a lot of issues and problems. And first of all, how can you please your Savior? Because we're supposed to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our mind. You know, he is our first love. He is our creator. How can we watch somebody else? you know, belief. And um, yes, you could be open-minded, but at the same time, how can you be an effective witness if you married some, someone who is not a believer as yourself? If you couldn't persuade or win that soul to Christ, how can you win anybody else? People are going to look at your life and say, wait a minute here. You know, you say, you know, 
you love the Lord with all your heart and, and you always preaching about Jesus and but yet you marry somebody who doesn't even believe that Jesus is the son of God. Okay. Now I'm speaking from experience because, you know, at one point I was married to someone that was a Muslim. And at that point, I was not as deep as I am right now in Christ. You know, we had too many things that was, you know, like um, in common and, you know, we were in love. And, you know, it was it, it was just I know for a fact, put it this way, that what you're feeling. OK, so it was more to what, you know, people see from the outside. But once I became really deep in Christ and my gift has always been there. My gift been there since I was 12. It's just that I hadn't matured in my gift yet. <clears throat> Excuse me. So with that being said, now that I'm older, I can look back and say, well, what in the world was I thinking? How could that, you know, even work? I mean, at one point he wanted me to travel with him to Mecca because every Muslim make that, you know, holy pilgrimage is what they call it to Mecca. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to feel really, really strange doing that. You know, so at that point, I was like, OK, well, I get to see Mecca, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, I didn't look at it from, you know, the Christian point of view because I was young. And this is why I'm doing this podcast, because there is somebody that's going to listen to this and say, OK, I was just about to make that mistake. Primarily. Your walk with Christ will be questioned if you marry someone that's outside of your religion. And people are going to probably disagree with me and, and, and agree with me. But like I said before, I'm talking from experience and also I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to go to another aspect of being unequally yoked. If you have a bachelor's degree, a master's, and a doctorate, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to be easy to talk to someone who just has a basic high school education. And I know people may get upset about this, but it's true. And I'm going to tell you why. And this is another, another experience from what I know. Okay. Because when this person go to interact with their um, peers, okay, when they start begin to go to functions and you walk into the room with this person, and everybody in there has a lot of education, you're going to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to find yourself shrieking yourself down, you know, like not going. Um, no, I don't want to go. Okay, I, you know, I'm okay. I don't want to go. And I'm not talking from my personal experience. I'm talking about I talk to people from all over the world. And, you know, I've talked to somebody regarding this. Well, more than one somebody regarding this situation. So what happens is the person begin to feel uncomfortable and then they begin to resent the person that they're with. Now, this ain't everybody, but this is a majority resent the person they're with. And if they're not OK, like into education and things of that nature right there, that's going to be a problem. Because if this person have this many accolades and degrees and you don't, no matter how many times you know, you tell yourself it's going to work. It's not because even when you start talking to people about, um, you know, like things that you enjoy and, you know, and, and, and your job is always going to come up. I'm being real and I'm being honest. OK, there's going to be a problem. All right. And if you don't believe me, just go right ahead and try. You will see. 
that's another aspect. You know, either that person is going to say, you know what, I'm not going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to step up. You know, I'm going to go back and I'm going to get my degree. First of all, I want to get it. Second of all, this is motivation for me. Because see, it brings a mirror in front of you and say, okay, am I the type of person that wants to get a degree? Do, do I need to do this? Either you're going to be motivated, inspired, or you're going to be like, no, nah, you're not going to level up. It's just that simple. Now, like I said before, some people are going to agree and some people is going to disagree. But I promise you this, get involved with somebody with, with that much education and you don't have any and watch how, watch how it play out. There may be some exceptions to the rule, but I'm telling you right now, you will see. Okay. Now, the next one, I'm going to say this. A lot of women and men are looking for help. They're not looking for love. Okay. So when you get in a relationship, you need to find out, I mean, straight up, direct to the point, what this person brings to the table. All right. If they say that they have a business, if it's thriving, at some point you should be able to see, you know, those numbers. If you get into the point where you thinking about being with that person for the rest of your life, you need to see the accounting books because a lot of people say they got, you know, uh, a good business and it's just a hustle. Okay. Another experience, you know, like I said, I talked to people from all over the world. All right, you name it, China, Russia, you name it, okay, Australia, USA, I mean, just, you know, you just name it, uh, Belgium, you, uh, all over the world, all right? And one thing I see in common is relationship issues. So you tell a person you got a thriving business, and then all you see after a while is it's, it's not even a business, it's just a hustle, Okay, they got enough money to keep them afloat. But here it is, you know, you got, you know, a, a, a certain amount of money in your bank account. It ain't got to be six figures. You work in a job, it's regular, it's coming in, but this person don't even have a check-ins account, all right? And you realize that and you see that when they can't write checks. I don't like, I don't write checks, but when they don't have a bank account at all, it's certain things I'm going to be honest with you. These are the traps that men and women are falling into. So I'm going to say make sure that person is at least close to what you bringing in. Okay. A lot of people say, you know, relationship is 50-50. Um, I agree and I disagree. It depends. But I'm just telling you all what I've learned and heard over the years. All right. The consensus is when you are with somebody, make sure you are equally yoked on a lot of different levels, not just spiritually, but financially, okay, um, emotionally. There are some people who are narcissists. They can hide that negative trait about them for a long time. Now, I had, I had somebody come to me and say, how long, you know, before you should seriously start, you know, like thinking about, you know, marrying somebody. Now, this is going to, to me, this will vary, you know, from person to person. But I'm going to tell you right now. Before 
if you're a single, you know, woman, all right, and if you're a single dad, single, single mom, single dad, single, you know, single, period, I'm going to tell you, get to date that person for at least one year before you consider any type of engagement or anything like that. I don't know what it is about that one year, but over the years, when I have given that advice, sometimes people don't show out till the 11th month and they'll come back and they'll say, you know what, you was right. Give them one year. Solid year is enough if you send them on a regular basis. All right, I ain't talking about no long distance relationship. Now, that's another thing. I'm going to talk about that real quick because I don't want this to be too long. Give them one year. Because in one year time, you're going to find out all you need. And if I was, you know, like a single, you know, uh, mom or a single woman, I'm sorry, but you're not even going to get introduced to my family until after, you know, at least a good six months. All right. Then one year. okay, then I'm going to really bring you out, you know, to everybody. I think in this um, last relationship, my marriage I'm in right now. I think my sons didn't meet him until we was like maybe nine months in. All right, because I just was wanting to make sure I made a lot of mistakes in my life. And this is another thing. I'm not just speaking for him, you know, like other people experiences who come to me and, you know, all the uh, data that I got in from them and just combine everything. I'm also speaking from personal experience. And I know that. Everybody listening not gonna agree, not gonna agree, and some people and some people going to agree. Like I said before, but I'm telling you now, if you don't believe me, just go against everything that I told you, and prove me wrong. I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, you're gonna say, "I remember this woman saying this," and I remember, okay. That I didn't believe her, but now I see. Now, let's talk about out-of-state relationships and make this real quick. Okay. When my first, me and my husband first got together, yes, we were out-of-state. He was in New Jersey, and I was in North Carolina. And that can work, but it has to work with a lot of communication. You got FaceTime now. Okay, you got a lot of different avenues you can use, and I suggest that, number one, when you're talking to somebody from out of state, immediately don't go into a two-month, three-month conversation. You FaceTime them immediately so you can see their environment. Let them take their phone and go around that room. Let them see where they're living at, the outside. Let, let you, you know, let, let's see what they're talking about. Don't take that word. Ain't no excuse now. If somebody, and this is another, this is another one. I had people coming to me, and I ain't going to go into detail, but just let me say. They talked to the person for, I don't know, how, how long was it? A year? Never FaceTime. Now, see, that's a red flag right there. The person was always making up excuses, you know, um, yeah, uh, I can't, my phone broke. You know, just you know, always making up excuses and could never FaceTime. And I knew right then and there because I've heard so many people get scammed. You know, I used to make police reports for the Dallas police many years ago, and I've heard scams, okay? I know scams. 
a mile away, not just from working with the police, but also, you know, intuition and just common sense. All right. So when you start dating this for a man and a woman, you FaceTime immediately. You tell them, OK, well, it's been nice talking to you today. You know, I'm the next time. Let's FaceTime. If they start making excuses, ace them. Just get rid of them because they got something to hide. These are just some, some, I would say, mm, observations that I have made over the years, some personal, some from, you know, dealing with, you know, my clients. Um, and I just want to help somebody. If one person hear this podcast and say, this is what I needed. I had some suspicions. I had some doubts. And it's not that you think you're better than anybody. I'm being 100% real. There's always an exception to the rule. There is. There's always an exception. But there are very few. So you could take it as a grain of salt. Or you could take it as, you know what? I really believe, you know, what she's telling me. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to abide by this advice. Because I find it very wise and I find it very helpful and it's very truthful. And a lot of people are not going to want to hear it. There's a lot of people, men and women, that want somebody to come riding in on this horse, you know, a knight in shining armor and just rescue them from their situation. But really, they need to rescue themselves. And I'm not saying that if you have like four or five degrees, you're better than somebody else. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you meet somebody like that, they have you know, academic, um, you know, goals and, and, and things of that nature, their goals going to be different from yours when you're just, you know, not, not trying to go that way. You're going to find problems. They're not better than you. That's what I'm saying. But I'm telling you that your career goals are going to be different and you can find yourself getting offended by them. You'll find yourself thinking that, you know, they always talk about this, like they bragging about. No, they're not. And because you watch them in their circle of friends who have the same thing, the conversation is the same. Like I said, if you don't believe me, just go against everything I'm telling you. Then come back and check with me. I hope this has helped you. I know some people are going to get angry about it. And I know some people are going to be like, Lord, thank you, because this is what I needed to hear. Either way, it's all good. It's all love. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. Until next time.